What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com and EaseWellness.com. Promo code HAM. And MyBookie.ag. Promo code HAM and the numeral 1. And UntuckIt.com. And the promo code HAM and SeatGeek. You know it. Promo code HAM. Now to the segment. Niners got the win. As you said, that's what matters. Seahawks this afternoon lost to Lamar Jackson. Um, we'll see as we're doing this the Sunday night game. What? I was just gonna make fun of Lamar, but he 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 doesn't he didn't deserve it. Won the football game, John. Won, won in Seattle. Won the football game, so we give credit on that one. Not all. I just peaked. I just peaked out. The fucking Cowboys are kicking their ass. Yeah. You, you see that too? I saw fourteen. It Seth, it's fourteen now. Yeah, Zeke just scored, or he he might have been down at the one, but they're kicking their butt. I mean, that's largely irrelevant to the Niners. It just Right when we look at the NFC playoffs, there's going to be a team out of the NFC East. Right now, it feels like there's basically the Seahawks losing is huge because now there's two multi-loss teams in the division. Seahawks are five and two, Rams are four and three, with the Niners at six and zero. Oh. So it feels like right now, as lock as you can be, Niners, Saints, Packers, Vikings. There's four teams, and then somebody from the NFC East doesn't matter who. It feels like those are the. Those are the five teams, one spot open. Does it feel like the Rams aren't totally dead now that Ramsey gives them life? Their schedule, I think they played the Broncos next. Like, they could be all of a sudden you look up, they're 6-3, and three, they kind of got their mojo back. Right? Like, they're yeah. just a team to just kind of keep an eye on through right. the periphery. Right. Like, just because they're, they've are they won a lot of games these last couple of years. I You know, everyone thinks Jared Goff sucks. Like, he's won a lot of games these last couple of years. I, I, I would say... No one, me or you, would have would have thought the Niners would be six and zero. Like they could be four and two. If I would have told you at the in August the Niners would start the season four and two, you'd be like, "That's a pretty good start, right?" You're just you're in pretty good position. Look at the Vikings. I think the Vikings are really good. They're five and two. You're just like Vikings are just good. I would say the craziest out of nowhere team. It's weird calling them an out of nowhere team. Because the Saints have been good, we assume the Saints were going to be really good again, right? They were in the NFC Championship game last year. They were basically there two years ago if Marcus Williams, you know, digs thing doesn't happen. So them and the Vikings have been good for a couple years now. 
I think the Packers kind of fallen off the map, and now you watch them, you go, they're just going to win a lot of games. Like you're the Niners legitimately play them in the regular season, but then you go, wouldn't you imagine whenever they finally play, and if the Niners are eight and two and they're eight and two or whatever their records are, one of the themes of that broadcast will be like, guys, this is a potential playoff matchup. Yeah, like that. That's going to be a big thing, and I I wouldn't have. If you played the Vikings in the first round of the playoffs, let's say, they were the wild card, and the Niners, you know, it was like the Niners were the three seed, and they're the six seed. You'd go, well, I feel, I'm going to give the Niners the benefit of the doubt because they got Kirk Cousins. But that doesn't mean the Vikings couldn't come in and win. Like, that'd be a really hard fucking game. If you said they're the six, you'd be like, whoa, this is a big-time game. But if you say the Niners are going on the road, if you just look at the teams, they would go on the road potentially for a one or two seed. Assuming the Niners, it's hard to just know what the Niners' record is going to be because they could be eleven and five, or they could be thirteen and three. But if they go thirteen and three, they're going to have beaten a shitload of playoff teams on the way there, right? They're playing the Panthers, then they're getting the Packers. They play the Ravens. They got Seattle twice, and they got the Rams. Still, like, they still got a lot of tough games coming up. I think they got three of those in a row too. They go Packers at Baltimore at New Orleans. Like if somehow they go third, they got the Saints too. So if they go thirteen and three, they'll have won a shitload of big games where you just go, this team's really good. They'll be viewed as one of the best teams in the league. They are now, but I think there is the caveat. Well, the schedule gets a lot harder. Well, it is true. Yeah, I mean, if they're thirteen and three, they'll be viewed. To me, it'll be like we'll be talking about four teams that can win the Super Bowl. I think Kansas but, City, like, New England, New Orleans, and San Francisco. If 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 they're thirteen and three, I got one for you. Who's record right now? And the Saints are six and one, five and one. Who's the Saints? Five and one. No, they're six and one. Oh, they are. So the what's more impressive, the Niners being six and zero, or the Saints being six and one with now the Saints? Since they since they lost the Rams, they've beaten the Seahawks at Seattle, the Cowboys in New Orleans. The Jaguars and then the Bears, like they've won some pretty impressive games yeah. without Drew Brees. I, I, I'd put it up there, just given the Brees thing. So, if you were doing NFC power rankings, would you feel comfortable putting the Niners too? Uh, yes, ahead of Minnesota. Yeah, and New Orleans one. Yeah. Or, no, I think you'd go New Orleans one. I'd go New Orleans one, 49ers two. I'd probably put the Packers three, just because the quarterback like. He's just so he can just take over, like like you said before the podcast. It's not like he was rolling out Donald Driver and Devontae Adams today, right? He was throwing it to who? Lazardo? I thought that guy pitches for the Ace. <laughs> like what? Hey, and he made it. He made an unreal catch. I was like, who is Lazardo? They got these running backs that I don't think most people have heard of. They had a lot of random guys out there, and Rogers just slinging around. Like I feel Rogers is playing really, really well. He was not playing as well as he's playing right now under McCarthy. Do you agree with that? Like these last couple of years, yeah, you're down on him. I feel well. Like. No, I, I just, I thought his number. I thought he, I mean, he was really good against the Raiders. I thought his numbers made it. it these guys he's throwing to, I, I feel like to really win, to really win, like to be one of the two best teams in the NFC, well, they G- need Devontae. I mean, back. he threw a touchdown to Jimmy Graham. Yeah, okay. And I think 83. I can't ever say his name's pretty fucking good player. Valdez Scantling. Yeah, he's a good player. Their running backs are good. They're, they're, they're good. Yeah, really no, good. They, they are good. They are good. That um, game's going to be you, big, is it not? Like, when they play each other, it's going to be a highly talked about game. It's just a historic rivalry in our age group. 
November twenty fourth, like month away, pre mid eighties. Um, so when I set this whole conversation up, though, I'd left the Seahawks out, but they're all. I mean, they're five and two, right? I mean, like I'm with you. The Rams still are in in the mix, so uh, it feels like if the Niners win one of the two games against Seattle, they're in great shape. Um. So, so you think the Niners right now, if you look at it, like their competition for the one seed would be New Orleans and Green Bay, right? Yes. Because 500 and, football is 11 wins. I don't think 11 wins get you the one seed, but... And what makes better, it unique this year is they play both the two teams, right? It's Yeah, you're right. So we're going to have... And Seattle... They play them both in I, a three-week inclu- span. And I'd include LA, too, because they're not dead. Like you, you got four and you got four NFC playoff games in the regular season. New Orleans, Green Bay, I guess five because you got to play Seattle twice and the Rams again. And I'd add it's not an NFC playoff game, but going to Baltimore that might be the the closest thing to a playoff environment. When I say environment, what I just mean is literally the environment, the grass. Do, the, the do you rain, think they do you think the they match up decently with Lamar, just given how much team speed they have? Yeah, on I defense? actually think they do. You know, and how fast their linebackers are. And it's just, I actually don't think it's a terrible matchup. Now, Baltimore, one thing you see with them is like, they're going to be that team in the first round where you go, Baltimore's hosting a playoff game because they'll be 11 and 5 and they'll be the five, three or four seed on wild card weekend. And they'll be hosting like, the, it'll be a shitty matchup, be like the Bills. But would you, like, they're no lock to me to win a playoff game. But that doesn't mean that game against the Niners is going to be tough. Just because Lamar is a unique player. Because I thought today one problem for Seattle is for the Seattle was outplaying them, outplaying them. Russ throws a terrible pick six. But in the second half, when Baltimore kind of took off from Seattle, it's I almost said it's not real football. It, it is. But in the NFL, you don't really see many guys play like that, do you? Like, guy not open, guy not open. Fuck it. I'm just going to make two guys miss in the backfield and then run for 30 yards. He did it like four times. I know. It's fun to watch, but I don't know. What do you do in scout team practice? Like, grab Tyler Lockett. Like, bro, you're just going to be Lamar Jackson. (laughs) But but you're not really tackling him, so it's different, you know? I I think it's a very – it's a huge advantage for Harbaugh in the regular season. I, I think when you go all in on a game plan in a playoff game, Kind of like the Chargers did last year, becomes a little more difficult for him. I'll say this for Lamar: he does protect himself when he's running. Kind of, but he dies forward. Uh, yeah, well, some he would d- argue I'll, sliding. I'll give him this: he, he does make some nice throws. The guys drop, like some. Well, he, he had does the tight have some nice drop, touch. like three of them today. Yeah, he Andrews. does have some nice little touch lobbers. Like, here's the thing with Seattle, guy. I think we agree on this: the Niners' talent on their team is dramatically better than it's been. It's why they're good. New Orleans, their talent is probably the best when you factor in Hall of Fame quarterback when he comes back and then everyone else. Packers, they're missing a couple guys when they get them back. That's pretty good too. And the Vikings, probably even better than the Packers, but their quarterback isn't anywhere near. When you look at Seattle, you watch their team. They're not like, who are their dudes? Right? They got Russ as a dude, dude. But then, do you watch today? Did you notice Clowney a lot? 
I saw a couple of rushes like, Clowney, you look kind of stiff. There, the there was one where, where he got in the backfield in about a second and a half, and luckily there was somebody got back there plus the running back, and there was this big collision, and Lamar got out of there. He is huge, so he stands out. But it was, it was not, actually a first down run for Lamar. From Clowney because he missed him? No, just Clowney blew him out of the backfield. Lamar moves to his left. Looks like he's got nowhere to go. Even Dick Stockton's like, he's got nowhere to go except for a first down. It was pretty good. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I'll tell you who's one of their better players already is DK Metcalf. You notice they throw to him in big spots. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's solid. I mean, I I like him actually. I was like, God, this guy's. Per- I kind of like this guy. He just, but that's you're depending on DK Metcalf and these like that's who the, he's going to depend on when they play. Like I, I just tweeted it out. Like, listen, the Niners six and zero, oh, but it's hard for me to just say in concrete they're the best team in the division until they play this team, just because this is the one team that's kind of owned them and Russ has owned them. And a lot of people were tweeting at me because, like, wouldn't you say around here, if you look at the Warriors, Niners, and Giants, like most people just hate the Dodgers. Not necessarily, like, they. I think they would actually like a lot of the players on the Dodgers, but they're just brought up to hate the Dodgers. You just don't, you just root against the Dodgers. This comes naturally. I think with the Warriors, most people now have grown to hate the China Rockets. And they just hate James. Now, now Russ is a part of it. Daryl, they just hate him. Them getting and Russ made it even easier, yeah. It's way easier. But there's legitimate, like, you root against them. And same with LeBron. I think early on, people like you and me were somewhat on an island. We're like, LeBron's incredible. But now he's jumped the shark, turned into LaChina. And I think now it's easy for people to just be like, he's a clown, whatever. Great player, but we're just tired of him. There's a lot of, like, tangible hatred. I know a lot of Niner fans, and they all love Russ. Because they've seen him... I think if you went to battle to, like, you know how Mayoko stands up in the Hall of Fame argument section when he argues for, like, Charles Haley or Eddie DeBartolo and everyone, like, the guy that's arguing for Jim Plunkett. Mm -hmm. I think Niner fans defend Russ because if you see some Twitter arguments like, is Russ really elite? I've never met a Niner fan that doesn't think he's, like, one of the best players I've ever seen. Well, because they've seen it. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like, do you meet many people that don't like Russ around here? I'm not saying they rooting for him. I don't meet many people. I don't see many people that don't like Russ, period. Like, yeah, he's just, but he's like, now, is he a Niner rival? That's hard to say because he's, he, in theory, it's a rivalry, but they've kind of had the ownership of the rivalry. That, that'd be kind of big, you know, and just cool this year. The games are going to matter. As, as long as fucking Seattle, I have to look who they're playing next, but they got to hold their end of the bargain. You know, it's, it's great. Is the Niners going to run away with this thing? You know who the, well, Seattle has the, the Falcons. The Seattle actually has a pretty good, easy landing spot up until this Niner game. Falcons, they got Bucks. the Falcons and the Bucks. Is it is it safe to say you can chalk them up as seven and two coming into that game? Yeah, but then they go Niners, Eagles, Vikings. It gets a little more difficult. I think the proper spot for Seattle would probably be more of a ten and six team based on their roster than a twelve and four team. If they are able to go eleven and five, I think that probably you know closer to twelve and four would probably speak to Lamar's or not Lamar but Russ, who like they can't overcome a Russ pick six because their defense doesn't really get pick sixes. Like they don't remember when their defense used to just make huge plays. That's what the Niners do now. They just make all these sweet plays on defense. That's why when I get a lot of texts like, "Do you think the Niners like is this real?" You know, I think we're still getting like, "Is this really real?" Yeah, no. I- the one the one thing that is real with them. When you're just a good team and you do have players on offense and your coach is an offense, 
but you have a dominant defense, it's real. Like you're just you match up well against. Well, teams. It, it is real. I think it's hard. It is real. It is real because because of the defense, because of the ability to run the football. Like they consistently can run the football. They're down two offensive linemen, and I still feel comfortable they're going to be able to run the football against whoever they play. I don't even think you've noticed the guy. They're starting a guy from the AAF. No one's even said his name. I don't even know his full name. <laughs> to be completely honest, it doesn't matter. But it might in some of these bigger games. Now they did. Was it the Niner game, or might have been the? It was the Niner game. Well, I think they showed pregame Staley doing a little uh, kick sets. My God, didn't he break his leg like three oh, weeks ago? I didn't see that. Yeah, he was just doing a little work on the pregame field on uh, and warmups. I would have maybe that wasn't the field to do it on. It didn't feel like it was raining as hard. Maybe yeah, you're right. Do that one in the ballroom at the hotel. <laughs> uh, bef- to get before we get to the Raiders, John, let's just tell the people that this podcast is brought to you by Untuck It. Untuck Ooh. it. Yeah, go get... I, I'm seeing untuck it ads everywhere on TV. People in them. Oh, Drew Brees is in them. Um, yep. Kyler. Is Kyler in them? Yep, signed oh. him. Great, great signee. Short guys unite. I mean, you need... It's hard to get a shirt that you can wear untucked that isn't too long. The original untucked shirt. A modern solution to an old problem. No tucking or tailoring required. Untuckit.com. Promo code HAM, get 20% off your first order at checkout. I think here's the key thing, guy, is that uh, it has something for everyone. Whether you want button-up shirts, whether you want collared shirts, whether you want casual wear. Uh, I own from button-up shirts to collared shirts to short-sleeve button-up shirts. I I have it all, and they're a game-changer because you can wear them professionally and look good. You can wear them just like just throw it on, go pick up some dinner. I can wear it to the job interview. You can do anything with it. They're the they're as well, versatile. You work to a job a interview? Of, it could if I had one. <laughs> no one was calling me. A as you know versatile as you got going, guy. Untuckit.com. Promo code ham. Twenty percent off. First order. Fifty stores nationwide. You can try them on in person. There's one in San Francisco on Union Street. Uh, make it a sat. Make it a nice Saturday. Hit hit bus stop afterwards for right across the street. Untuckit.com, promo code HAM. Promo uh, code HAM. Podcast also brought to you by SeatGeek. Again, this weekend, people hitting us up. Use the SeatGeek app. Got tickets to whatever I was going to. Use the promo code HAM when you get the SeatGeek app and get 10 bucks off your first purchase. Yep. Love me some SeatGeek guy. Download the SeatGeek app, promo code HAM. You have access to games. You have access to concerts. You have access to comedy. You name it, they got it. And if you think they might have it, just type it into the app. Like you just search whether it's an artist, whether it's a game, whether it's a venue. You're like, I, is something coming to? Uh, I live in Santa Clara. Is something coming to Levi's? If I live in the city, is something coming to Chase? You just type it in. It just tells you like every event for the next three months. It's incredible. It's yep. easy to use. Big green Promo dots. Big green dots mean buy it. Little red dots mean don't buy it. Really simple. You don't have to go to the Yankee game anymore. I know. I'm kind of looking forward to that. Yeah, until you spend $3,500 on two tickets. Well, that's what uh, somebody hit me, our buddy Billy, who's a Nats fan. I was like, hey, I'm just curious. What are what are Nats tickets? Because I was like, what are World Series tickets going for? He's like, seven fifty for standing room only. I was like, well, see, I, if that's what's standing room only for a Nats, Yankee Stadium game six or seven was not going to be 1500 bucks for a just to, quality just seat. Maybe, maybe it would have been fifteen for standing room only, but I wasn't going to get a quality seat for 1500 bucks. 
Would you spend seven hundred and fifty a pop on standing room only? I wouldn't do it at a just stadium to be, I'm not just familiar to, with. Just to be in the building. I wouldn't do it at a stadium I'm not familiar with. Like if you told me it was at uh, Oracle, Oracle Park, Park where yeah. I I know where the nooks and crannies are, I yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I could figure out a good spot to stand and watch. This game. Would you just would you make that move and just claim you're Greg Pop and try to get in the Gotham Club? Hi, Greg Papa. Greg Papa. <laughs> I've never, I mean, it was incredible. (laughs) Hi, I'm Greg Fava. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.